Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. We're talking the biggest questions for week four. Next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. And Heath, we are looking ahead to week four, and I'm going to start with the biggest question for the QB position. We'll go through each position after that. And we'll start with, I saw you tweeting about this, and, and I'm interested in your thoughts. Is CJ Stroud a starting QB in fantasy already? I, I don't believe he is yet, but I do believe he should be talked as 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 if he is moving that direction and mm-hmm. he might be as soon as this week's over the only concern i have is we know how beat up that texans offensive line is stroud i think has the fifth highest pressure rate through the first three weeks of this season and now he's facing the steelers and <laughs> we know what their edge rush is like so for a rookie quarterback with a bad offensive line against those steelers pass rush i'd like to wait one more week Mm-hmm. But if he looks good this week against Pittsburgh, I, full steam ahead, I think he's a top 12 quarterback rest of season. Yeah, he's got Atlanta on the road after that, then versus the Saints at home, and then a bye. So I, I would guess, if anything, maybe the Atlanta game, although they play at such a slow pace that it, it might be tough to mm-hmm. put up big numbers. But he's looked, CJ Stroud has looked really, really impressive given the circumstances, especially being a rookie quarterback, all the offensive line issues how much pressure he's facing. They've thrown him right in the fire, and he has more than looked ready for it. Let's move on to the RB position, and the biggest question for me is, what are we expecting from Alvin Kamara? It's been, I think things have worked out well for him because Kendra Miller didn't look great in week three. Jamal Williams, obviously, on IR. Alvin Kamara could just be stepping into a 70% uh, work, 70% snap share in week four and beyond. What are your expectations for him? Very low for his first game. He is a 28-year-old running back. I, I, I'm I a little bit concerned that he could be a little bit washed. Mm-hmm. Um, his efficiency numbers the last two years compared to the rest of his career, not close. Now he's another year older. So I'm starting with low expectations. I'd prefer to flex him this mm-hmm. week. But I do agree. I, I think if Alvin Kamara comes back and looks like Alvin Kamara, He's going to see all the work that he can handle and be a top 12 running back for the rest of the season. I'm just not sure that guy exists anymore. The schedule a a little bit tough coming up, coming back versus Tampa Bay, then at New England, at Houston versus Jacksonville. Those are fine, but the first couple of games Mm -hmm. could see some inefficiency. And, And the one thing, it was really frustrating towards the end of last season when he wasn't getting used in the passing game. The one thing I did notice, it was from week nine on, he had a 14% target share. 
which was still the fifth highest among right. all running backs. It was just they were throwing like 26 times per game. So it was only coming out to like four or five targets per game. But, you know, if they're going to throw 30, 35 times per game, I do think Alvin Kamara still should be in line for five plus targets most weeks. So maybe as many as Miles Sanders. Well, they should be better targets at <laughs> should, least. They should be, yes. It won't all be dump-offs, I would assume. Let's move on to the wide receiver position. And the biggest question I've got, I mean, look, there, there's a lot. Are, are we buying Keenan Allen's breakout? Is Adam Thielen actually a useful fantasy option? But the one I want to focus on is Devontae Adams a sell-high candidate. We've got Jimmy Garoppolo dealing with a concussion, so that means either Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell will start in week four if Garoppolo is not ready to go. And, I mean, look, when Jimmy, when Devonte Adams left Aaron Rodgers, we were like, "There's yep. no way he can remain elite quarter, an elite fantasy option." Then Derek Carr leaves, and Jimmy Garoppolo replaces him, and we're like, "There's no way Devonte Adams can be an elite fantasy option." And guess what? He's still an elite fantasy option. Are you viewing him as a sell high candidate? I'm not, but I did go into this year with concerns about the older guys at all positions, and mm-hmm. both Keenan Allen and Devonte Adams are performing like top five wide receivers, and are old enough that you could be concerned about that. So I I think that the reason for me would be injury and or age concerns, not quarterback concerns. I think Devontae Adams has shown us enough. I mean, it's not just Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr, but it's whoever's backed up whenever his starter's been hurt. Deshaun Kaiser, he was still good with Deshaun Kaiser. It does not matter who the quarterback is when you are Devontae Adams. And so I'm not I'm not worried if he has a backup quarterback this week. Yeah, as it turns out, if you're open on every play and even when you're not open, you're maybe the best contested catch guy in the NFL, quarterbacks are going to throw to you and good things are going to happen. And that's the case with Devontae Adams. Let's move on to the tight end position. And the biggest question here, I mean, are any tight ends good besides Travis Kelsey and Sam Laporta, I guess could be one way you could phrase it, but (laughs) I'll phrase it in a slightly more actionable way. You're looking to make a trade. Who's your favorite buy low target at the tight end position? I don't like my my answer would be Mark Andrews if anyone is concerned about him because the first two games haven't been great and it is a new Mm -hmm. offense and Zay Flowers just saw 10 targets. So if you're worried about Mark Andrews or if the guy who has him is worried, then I think it's Mark Andrews, but I'm not sure that many people are worried about him. So I'll go with uh, my second choice and it's Dallas Goddard. We've seen stretches where Dallas Goddard's not involved. And uh, somebody in a, in a group chat I was in said it today, like the, the time that you bench Dallas Goddard is the day he's going for 60 yards and two touchdowns. Just, I think you go get Dallas Goddard. He's going to be a fine top 12 tight end the rest of the year. He, he has been a model of efficiency over 10 yards per target in this Eagles offense. Pr- the previous two seasons, I think it's down to like four right now. And I, I thought on Monday night, he looked a little slow when he was getting, you know, he, he, one of the, the, the signature plays for him is these like weird tight end screens where there's just nobody within 15 yards. And and when they did that on Monday night, he didn't look as quick after the catch as he has in the past. So I could see a scenario where he's not necessarily as good as he has been, but I, I do agree. He's a by low candidate. Darren Waller. I'll also say is, is very much a by low candidate for me. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk some start sick questions. Take care. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.